What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. On today's episode, we have Rihanna and Adam, hosts of sex podcast Bottled Up Bitches. And now, with love from Huntington Beach, please welcome Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to a full frontal of What's Your Position, one that we actually hit record on. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We didn't just record 10 minutes of this episode and then have to start over. What? What? Who said that? Nobody. Nobody said that. Today, thank you so much for being here today. We have Bottled Up Bitches, the weekly kinky sex podcast hosted by an extremely horny married couple. Um... And now I think you might be horny. Are you horny now? Oh my God. You have, I am wet. <laughs> yes. <there we> <laughs> That's my favorite phrase. Uh, Rihanna and Adam uh, want to make things fresh and spicy in their life. And they want to discover new kinks and explore their sexuality and share it with all of you. If you want to hear about the adventures of an extremely horny married couple who go outside the lines, discuss the steamy and the taboo and have an empowering mission statement, please follow Bottled Up Bitches. I also know you have a Patreon we do <laughs> actually very excited about that but if you want to see bottled up bitches patreon there you go can we all please give a round of applause for mia's very first recorded intro of what's your position oh my god and she nailed it on the first try first, try, first, right, and, try. Second. first, try. first and second take yep. one and take perfect. two we're perfect uh we're very happy to have you mia thank you for being here thank you for joining us she's me. going to add a little uh dash of, of insight and wonder and and you know pick up the songs that I drop. Um, and uh, she's going to help us out with the intro and some some interesting psychology facts. So thank you for joining us. Mia, we love you so much. <laughs> we also have the most amazing husband in the entire world, husband Kevin Weller. Yay. Yo. <laughs> Dropping in sound effects. <laughs> you love this fucking guy. So we've got bottled up bitches here. Let me just tell you a little bit about why you're here, because I actually didn't do that earlier. I have one of the most amazing husbands. Rihanna, I'm sure you can agree and understand how that works, right? I feel good about it. Right. He (laughs) sends me random shit on Instagram. Check this platform out. Check check this sponsor out. Check this page out. Check this podcast out. See if you want to follow them. See if you want to have them on the podcast. He's so looking out for every part of the pot like he found both of my affiliate i don't have a sponsor i'm not as fancy as you fucking guys okay i'm not not that fancy i have affiliates uh but he found both my affiliates laurels and awkward essentials and then he found you guys and he's like you need to see if they want to come on your podcast and i was like fuck yeah i'm fucking down Mm -hmm. so you're here because of him we're so excited uh and also we really are just joyful to have another sex positive like-minded podcast uh come on and talk shop with us um talk about what it's like to have a podcast talk about what it's like um to be a hot married couple who's horny (laughs) i know exactly what that's like um and talk about breaking down walls and stigmas and taboos surrounding sex and the topic of sex because fuck that noise we need to open this up to more individuals and that's why we do what we do so Tell us a little bit about Bottled Up Bitches. I have a quick question. I searched for your first episode today and it wasn't fucking there. Yeah. Where is it? 
It's it's in hell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I say something too? The the listeners can't see this, but I feel like I have to point it out. I look like a fucking like mangy rat right now. I look insane. <laughs> I just caught myself in the camera. You have a little like um, George Harrison, nineteen sixty nine seventies vibe going on. God, I get called linen oh, all no. the time. Oh, I see Harrison. I see Harrison. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the Beatles. We usually we usually make a we usually make a joke that you play John Krasinski's lazy brother, but I, I actually oh, no 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 oh. Ted Krasinski's and he just died. Oh my god! Well, he just died like two days ago. Well, I was gonna say his brother is like an established man, and I felt bad calling him a lazy brother. His brother's the one that 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 that, that got him caught. I think oh, really? His brother's he's wife. He's the most active brother. <laughs> he's yeah. probably the best brother. Yeah, I know. His brother's... They, they saw his They saw his uh, manifesto, and his, his brother and his wife were like, that sounds um, a lot like Ted. They <laughs> called the FBI. This guy wow. probably needs a tail on him real quick, guys. Yeah. We, we know him quite well. Uh, okay, so maybe yeah. George Harrison meets Ted Kaczynski's helpful brother. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, go with yeah, that. Pulling his weight, brother. Rest okay, in peace. pulling his go. weight, brother. Right. Uh, yeah. So tell us about Bottled Up Bitches. How long have you guys been a podcast for? Bottled Up Bitches has been around since December uh, 2021. One. 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 <laughs> and uh, it's been so fun. Um, yeah, so we've changed formats a couple of times. We've always been a sex podcast. I'm sorry, oh, I pulled good. your hair. Yeah, we've always been a sex podcast, and we kind of started out um, as two friends. Then it became uh, more guest based. Uh, you and season- another person, or you, you and another human were myself on the- and another human. I was like the th- Adam I was, was my producer. I kind of played like what it seems like Mia's role is for you guys. Like I kind okay. of was in the back, and I would chime in every once in a blue moon. Um, mm-hmm. th- that's how it first started out in the first season, which, as you alluded to, you cannot find. We took, we did take. We down. took season yeah, one down. Here. Um, just for, just for the privacy, um, of, of, our, former host. of our former host who was no longer interested in being part of the show huh, or in our lives. So <laughs> we just, there a, was there a reason given? Like, what the fuck? I, I, honest, honestly, no, <laughs> not one that I could ever understand. The way we love to take accountability in life with this one, I just refuse to, um, uh-huh. it just wasn't, well, we just never got any, you know. We got a lot of like, why are you mad at us? And they'd be like, well, I shouldn't have to tell you. It was a lot of that. Oh, God. So lots of gaslighting. Uh, uh, it wasn't great. Yeah, but... it was just it was it was more just confusing. It was more just like we yeah. don't know what oh. we, to this day. We still don't know what happened. I mean, the and reason, so you can't, yeah, you can't you can't. So you don't want to release the episodes, the first episodes you recorded because those contain her stories. But. Now you've gone through this rebranding. You just released an episode about how you're going to be less guest focused or more more or less be more choosy. And the guests that you have on make them be like these big names that like warrant a guest episode, a guest, someone to be on the show. And it's more about you and Rihanna and Adam's married sex life and what y'all are into and what y'all are discovering and what y'all are talking about that week, less than like guests coming on. And which was what, well, what you our were show ended on. up becoming more education based than we intended yes. it to be. We've always wanted this show to yeah. be f- to be two friends, and it did start physically with two friends. Then it became single friend. Um, so we yeah. thought let's let's chat with more people that want to talk about sex, and then it kind of turned into everyone was a sex therapist or a sex coach, and yeah. it became oh yeah, it, which it, is great, but not 
what what our else we show wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, be. Something that you brought up a few times, and that's very much what our show is. It is it is friends talking to other people. It oh. is people talking about sex that want to talk about sex because mm-hmm. that's something that I encountered in my friendships growing up, whether it was coming of age or into my adulthood of trying to speak to other people in my life, um, other friends with about sex, about hey, who do you go to for a gyno? I need a new doctor. And they were like, that's really personal. And I'm like, is it? Because (laughs) if I asked you for a nail salon, a nail salon or a hair place, a recommendation, you would give me one. And I want to go to a doctor who you trust with your genitals. That's a fair, (laughs) that's a, that's a very, if anything, yeah, yeah, that's a very fair and a sacred ask of like, I trust you enough to ask who is taking care of your bits. Yeah. And I was met with, that's too much. That's too it's personal. Too much information. That's yeah. crazy to me. And like, I started this, I started my journey. We're so, we have so many similarities. Like I started my journey because I wanted to educate people. I wanted to teach, but 2020 happened. And so fuck me. Right. Uh, so I couldn't teach cause it was closed the world. Um, and so I was like, <laughs> well, I have nothing else to do. And my cousin's always here. So why don't we do a podcast and I'll just teach my lesson plans. Mm -hmm. And so mine was always in this headspace of what is professor, professor Ashley going to teach you about sex and let me bring in experts on their own field. So I had somebody come in and talk about, I had a a Dom come in and talk about tying people up. I had a porn star come in and talk about what it's like to have an OnlyFans. I had, you know, my friends come in and talk about their fucking periods and what kind of periods they have birth control. Like I had a a bunch of friends just answer questions about being a dude. Like, what's it like to be a fucking guy and have a dick? Like, so great. it was all. It's great. It's great. It's good. It's Adam, all right. It's <laughs> please, relax. It's it's okay. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> the number one thing that I would want if I could have a penis is to stand while peeing. And I understand that that's like Nothing's a super. stopping us. Well, labia. It's just not going to be a satisfying. But here's the thing. You know what? Labia here's the thing. Me. Yeah. As a person who can easily stand while pee, I often, I often sit while Why? pee. Why? What a waste of time and leg strength. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's not a waste of time? Having the tin to then go back and clean oh, that up. Because yeah, you know true. what? No you're matter gonna, how hard you try. Hands. It doesn't oh, come man, out in a perfect stream. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because women always think like, how do you miss the toilet? And I'm like, it's not a fucking it comes out. pistol where like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's precision weapon. Sometimes you, sometimes the tip of your head sometimes gets turned too much. So right. you put it on miss and setting you get a double stream or you get a stream to the left. Yeah. Like, well, that's not where I was going. That's I not. You had a full on garden hose with sex. Or sometimes the urethra gets closed in the middle and it, yeah. you get like the double stream. Yep. This seems like a medical issue that needs to well, happen. It's, it's not sealed. It's just, you know, yeah. you know, you get a little sweaty, your skin sticks together. Oh, gotcha. okay, yeah. Yeah. And then in the middle of the night when you try to pee and you think you're going straight on and it's really going behind you. Far away. <laughs> Girl. Far away. <laughs> you're like, why don't I hear the speech? These are the conversations, though. Like, these are the fucking conversations. Like, to know that when I go pee outside, my pee usually hits my right labia and then sends it careening <laughs> off to the side. So, like, you know, hold your labia open when you're peeing in the woods unless you want to get pee on and your And I ankle. know somebody's listening right now going, oh, fuck. Oh, Somebody else. That's why. Okay, so it's not just my labia. <laughs> Perfect. 
but like you have so many different societal like norms about what we can talk about what we can't talk about and what oh my god i can't believe you're telling me how many orgasms you and your husband had last night it's like why the fuck not i had two go me (laughs) celebrate like that is something to celebrate that is something to absolutely celebrate yeah yeah even one even half one you know it's i just feel like the more we talk about sex, the more we talk about sexual health, the better off we are as people. I have not felt healthier mentally or physically, nor have I felt closer with my spouse than after doing this podcast and then having him join the podcast. So much like yourselves, I lost my co-host and, uh, and it, uh, unfortunately, um, could not be resolved. And, and my husband great graciously, I was like, I need some, please, please learn all of the things on all of the places and do the things for me and talk also at the same time. Yep. And he was like, I'll help you. Don't worry. Guy, gotcha. Gotcha. We had to get new equipment and like, it's brought us closer together, just overcoming these yeah. adversities of navigating the podcast, not even mm-hmm. being on the podcast, just navigating the editing, navigating the equipment, navigating the rebranding, I'm sure was something that took a, I heard on your episode, you guys had a really long heart to heart. Did you? Did you think about ending the podcast? No. Yeah, I don't think that ever came up. Mm. And you know, what's funny is I think if that host originally did what we intended was for them to come onto the show and kind of depart and say, hey, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. I don't I think we would have ended the show. I think I really do. I think that would have been a natural ending. And I think we would have just made a new one Um, Mm. with our new format. I feel like having a natural ending like that would have made sense. I don't, I think that's something I would have thought about, but since it was just a fuck you goodbye, I was like, well, this is my show. I, I'm the only one that worked on the social media. I reached out to people. I reached out to sponsors. Mm-hmm. I was, and was Adam was of, doing all the editing. Like we're the ones putting in the bulk of the work. I wasn't going to throw all that away. Yeah. No, there was a yeah, lot of pride yeah. where like the two that are remaining did 95% of the work. Mm-hmm. Why would we like, why would we shut it? down or try to completely rechange the show because one person who did the five percent of just showing up and speaking yeah um and i came up with the name and i'm so proud of it i wasn't about to toss that i really like like it's a really great name and and you guys have a lot of great like little snippets little marketing bits little uh taglines and (laughs) i mean everything like your your podcast is just so it's got a lot of similarities to ours which is so funny like and i love that how much space there is how much space there is in this area so that Mm. there can be so many of these shows and the the amount of necessity that there is warrants how many there are and i'm sure that there's space for even more so um i I love listening to like Sex with Emily and Justin Lee Miller's podcast because they're really short. Mine tend to be long as fuck. So I really need to work on that. All of my listeners are like, Ashley, this is not a true crime podcast. Like (laughs) you cannot talk about the Volvo for two hours. And I'm like, fucking bet. Yeah, you can. Yes, I can. Hold my drink. Yeah. I trick. I'm a human sexuality professor. I have and I will talk about the Volvo for three fucking hours. I'm here for it. Suck it. Literally. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the conversation surrounding sex and taboos about sex. We're also going to talk. Oh, I don't know why I'm holding these. You can't, we're not doing this. You, you do this. You mark down the time. We're going to do the stat of the day. It's the stat of the day. Ooh, it's the stat of the day. Um, so 
the stat of the day mm. is brought to you uh, by the letter. Don't look. I'm not looking. She's cheating. It's brought to you by the letter C for cheater. For Mia, the cheater. That's what it's brought. She's looked Shut at this up. thing like six times. I didn't actually read it, though. She didn't inhale. I didn't inhale. All right. This is getting ridiculous. Make sure you <laughs> write everybody's answers down, okay, okay. cheater? All right. Okay. This stat of the day is in regards to what women would do sexually if there were no societal norms or societal pressures to fall in line in certain ideas of how women should behave sexually. So, 63% of women are interested in new and emerging sex trends. This comes from a study that was done in 2022 by Hims and Hers. Um, it had over 5,000 respondents and was done in all 50 states. 63% um, of women say that they are interested in a new or emerging sex trend. What percentage say if there was zero societal norms, they would engage in sex. Their, their sex life would look very different. Very different. That's the wording. This percentage of women would have a very different sex life if societal norms did not exist. Who's going I first? think we would sleep with way more people. I fucking agree oh, yeah. with you. Absolutely. I was going to say what percentage women's of women? sex life would look like, and I don't mean this to be like a derogatory or insulting, but they would look like men's. Yeah. Right. If there was no, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. I feel like you're hundred percent right. If there was no pressure to like sleeping with whoever they want, doing whatever they want, coming whenever they want, like right. using someone just to have whatever they want, experimenting with whoever they want. So if 63% of women say that they're interested in a new sex trend, what percentage of women say their sex lives would look very different if there were no societal norms? Who's going first? Husband, Kevin Weller. Mm, 92. Okay. Wow. Going high. Yeah. Going I was going to say 72. 72. Okay. Adam? It's probably in the 80s. I'm going to say, yeah, I was going to say about 80. I'm going to go. Price is right. Is this Price is Right rules? Say, say a dollar. Say a dollar. Always Price is Right Okay. Rules. I'm going to go 73. No, I'm going to go 85. I think okay. 85. Okay. okay. All right. Mia? I'm going to say... 90 just a solid i'm yeah. sure it's high it seems like 100 i don't think we're going think an 85 is high <laughs> we're going to come back to the stat of the day at the end of the show so the guests oh, the whole episode if you want to know the number so what we're going to do now is do our so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do our tip of the day it is like edging edging <laughs> We're going to do our tip of the day. It is just the tip. That is how we started it. Was yeah. going to call the segment day. just the tip. And then I just kept it as tip of the day. Uh, so tip of the day. How do we begin to break down these extremely pervasive and just absolutely fucking ingrained ideas that sex is bad, wrong, and taboo within our own social circles. So there's a couple ways, and they are going to seem to people like us who talk about sex daily, uh, this is going to seem, seem a bit 
soft and maybe a bit like, duh, but we have to remember there are some people out there who the only time they have conversations about sex are when you and I are on their radio, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're having a conversation with us and they're listening to us talk. So hello to you listeners who only talk about sex with me. I'll always talk about sex with you. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not actually. Call me anytime. I'll talk about sex with you. So we're going to talk about a couple of easy ways, and maybe you guys can chime in and share some experiences you've had with this exact tip. Yep. Huh. First tip is pick the right time to talk about sex. Okay. So you cannot just. Do you guys have jobs? Do you have like actual like regular daytime stupid jobs? Uh yeah. Yeah. Right. No, but yes, he does. So you mean like I can't talk to my coworkers, boss, or district manager about stuff like that? It's probably not wise to talk about like threesomes with like like the owner of my research company. But right in the middle of a confession, like a, a you know, I was gonna say right. Hanging, in the I'm of, hanging out with my pastor. Oh, like an actual like a priest. I'm in the oh, I'm in the confession booth. I thought booth. you were in like a detective's office. Me too. Or, or the like, detective's office. Committed crime. Like I did it. I did it. But let me tell you about what I did last. I did it. It sex a lot with a lot of people so yeah um so making sure you pick the right time to talk about sex Mm. what is your thoughts and feelings on this well considering we lost our jobs because of the podcast excuse me i guess you didn't listen to that episode That may have been removed that was a season i think that was one of the ones sure i would have fucking heard that what so i didn't I didn't because I was fired months before that. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. So we worked at the same place. It was the same company. company. I was fired for uh, insubordination. Can you say the name of the company? I, I, I think it's prefer a good not idea. to. It's not a good yeah, idea. No, that makes sense. That's oh, good. That's smart. I just that's... had to ask. I just, just um, it's one that's going, it's getting, it's tanking. It won't anyway. be around it's not much, be around longer, much longer. No, they got theirs. Um, no, I just didn't get along with my boss and they were like, you should leave. And I'm like, I guess. Um, <laughs> so. But no, hit a few months I later. I was called a pedophile. Yes. <gasps> um, and my ex co-host, they same day they pulled them too because I was not around anymore. They pulled them too aside because she like, also oh, worked there. Because she also works there. Oh my god. Um, they pulled them aside and said, "You either need to take all the ep- you need to take the episodes down. We probably had six or seven episodes up at that time. They said take them down, um, or you need to leave. Can you?" Can oh, you even shit. do that? Well, apparently you can. Texas is an at-will state. They can fire you for any yeah, reason. Yeah, California is wow. an at-will, but it just it's, it's, it blows my mind that that's actually... Because you talk about sex on a... Yeah. Like, so so, so we, their, their reasoning, so... <clears throat> we worked for a, story, a children's publishing company. So the story that they had mm-hmm. issues with that they claim is Rihanna told, told a story on the show about... So did she. That we y'all both did. did about having sex with... They were underage having sex with someone that was... Over the age of over 18. Over the age of 18. Sure. So, so statutory. So they, told, so they said, hey, your show has pedophilic, um, whatever, undertones. pedophilic undertone, pedophilic things. Oh, my God. And I, I at the time had to be like, hold on, hit the brakes. You're going to have to explain what you're talking about there to me because that's a bold word to be using. Right. Yeah, that's a short um, But because their, their, thing, their reasoning or their claim was because it was a children's book company. They can have someone working there that was associated. Now, keep in mind, I was a fulfillment center manager. So how many fulfillment fucking center managers do you know the name of at companies you? Right. Right. And also, we also had a adult line of books that some of which had 
had smut and specifically about young girls having sex with older men. Hey, what? What? There was there was there was a lot a more. Double there was going on. There was more going on. That was their that was their excuse because they needed to get rid of me and they didn't have a valid reason. Uh, my work, almost everyone at my work has been on my podcast. <laughs> that, that <laughs> yeah, well, that's but scary. Very, very, I guess very different. Uh, different. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I can't even like. But I have a disclaimer at the end of the episode that says we are not affiliated with, affiliated with our places of business, hoping that like fire blanket covers me in case mm-hmm. of backdraft. Um. I cannot believe that you got fired for your podcast. So, yeah, I guess picking the right time to bring it up, but also <laughs> just bringing it up. Uh, the next tip is pick easy topics, right? So maybe we don't automatically jump to um, threesomes. threesomes or wanting to have hooks put in your back and then being oh. hung from a ceiling. Yeah, the Dave Navarro special. It's a thing. Don't yuck someone's yum. Maybe you start with topics that are simple. What do you like most about your sex life? Uh, What is one of your favorite sex memories? Where's the craziest place you've had sex? Where's the craziest place you've had sex? It's a a really good question, right? Um, A graveyard. (gasps) You didn't have full sex in the graveyard. I well, gave it. Full sex is not is the it's sex is sex, my friend. Oral it, oral oral counts. What are, here? what are we talking about? The ghosts don't know. The ghosts. Don't. The ghosts do know, <laughs> and they've got. Do you want? Do you want to know why they know? So they don't have any bones, so they can't get <laughs> boners. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> now that's a mom joke. I don't know. I'm not giving her that nope. one. I'm not oh, giving her that it's one. It's fine. I'll find another one Just for an you. Just anatomically, it's like, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to break it to <laughs> her. Adam, where's the craziest place you've had sex? Um, probably we used to whenever there was a period of our time, Rihanna and I, when we were early dating that if you invited us to a party at your house, we were going to have sex somewhere in your house during the party. I love that. Nice. Challenge accepted. (laughs) So yeah, we had sex in a friend's bed because he made us, he made us mad. So I was like, it's going down. Yeah. Um, on someone's lawn, in someone's laundry room, in someone's laundry room, in their bathroom. I'm having an orgasm on your pillow. Yeah. <laughs> a laundry room. Uh, Mia, craziest place you've ever had sex? Not, a, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know, um, okay. It was like back home in Hawaii. That's where I'm from. Um, there's this place I used to live like across from um, this place where people would do like paddling practice, like canoe paddling practice. So we like hooked up behind the shed where they kept the canoes. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's very like summer camp. It no, it's very summer very camp. Nautical. Very nautical. I like yeah. that. Naughty cool. No, but, and the reason we did it is so that we could say that we did it there. Nice. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. What other reasons? This particular question. that's totally fine. That I can answer reason. this question right here. Husband Kevin Weller, it doesn't have to be with me. You can just say the craziest place you've ever had sex. Yeah, but I was just talking about it earlier i know you yeah. and i know exactly what you want i mean do i divulge the whole oh that's what you're going with divulge uh, the whole like, divulge the whole divulge <laughs> the whole well then let me tell mine so that you can have the mic at the end okay i mean honestly i feel like the craziest place we've ever had sex is a lifeguard tower oh that's nice. Nice. Yeah. so like baywatch we, right? yeah, what is this? are y'all all a part of a Break cw down? show like what's <laughs> happening here 
Well, when Ashley and I first met, we'd go like out drink all night and then we go to the beach and sunset. We live close to we live like a mile from the beach. So if you don't go, you should literally just go somewhere. Move away. Why are you here? And so we would go get hammered and then we'd like at a bar and then we'd go to the beach and continue to drink and then we'd go have sex on a lifeguard tower because I mean, fuck, dude, that's super romantic and hot and we would just waves crashing and shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. What? So I guess you can just go ahead and tell your story then. Do I? It's like up to you. Yeah, I don't know how much. <laughs> how much do you want him to tell? <laughs> uh, so we had um, a threesome in the back of my truck. That's, with, that just, doesn't sound that just comfy. seems logistically ter- like difficult. It's difficult enough. In right. Her. Well, he didn't say it, it was good. <laughs> no, it was great. It was <laughs> fine. How long did it last? About three hours. Oh, ew. I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, ew, ew. Sorry. <laughs> I could never. No, it, never. it was, it was never, mild. Never and, and the girls were like way into it. So was I. And then we had people walking by our truck and they could hear the girls and they were like looking in and we had to move because we were actually parked in front of a driveway. And so the person that came. There was a lot there, of tequila involved. Wait, hold on. Were y'all in like the bed of the truck? No, no, no in the cafe. Oh, okay. So it's a pretty big. Sure, sure, sure. Size of there. a full size mattress yeah. in the back. Yeah. When you pull the seats down, it's yeah, it fits three people. Fucking big. Yeah, it fits. Yeah. Three people. Windows are all tinted. Yeah, and carbon the carbon monoxide kicks in. They turned the car uh, off. Well, we, and we were outside. And we were on the street in downtown Long Beach, and like the girls are falling off the bench seat, and but they were everybody was drunk, so it was like a fucking great time. Yeah, and it's like an inside joke because we're like. <laughs> Truck sex. Anytime somebody sits, anytime somebody sits in the back seat, we're always like, <laughs> "Oh, you still have that truck?" Actually, yeah, you no, don't get rid like, of the truck no, like no. that. I got oh, back in October. I had a different, I got a different truck, but I, Bad. but somebody owns that truck now. Somebody, and, yeah, the legacy lives on. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. good juju right there. That you just get into the truck and you're immediately horny. Immediately oh yeah, immediately horny. And I will. And, oh man, I don't know if I should divulge. What's wrong this. with this truck? Every time I get in, I get a boner. Like, I, don't I don't know what is going on. So there. Okay, so the girls both squirted. And there was like big wet spots back there. Yeah, for a like long stains. time. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Dirty dog. But the best part about well, not the best part, but a funny part about it is the person that came and pulled up. We were blocking their driveway. I had to jump into the front seat of my truck to drive, but I couldn't find my clothes. So I was driving down the streets of downtown Long Beach, butt naked. And then finally, one of the girls found one of their shirts and threw it over to me. And so I could put that over my lap as I was driving to find another place that we can can continue, (laughs) which we did. And... yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty Streets of LBC. Yeah. We're gangster as fuck. This yeah. is why you need towels in your car. This is why we have towels in our car. Now, well, now, <laughs> now we do. Yeah. You, okay. never know. you never know when the mood strikes you. I have a homework assignment uh, for you both, um, and it's to have car sex. Uh, it's to go out on a date and have car sex and then do an episode oh, about yeah. it. We've had car sex. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Should we stand? I got two things to say. First oh, of all. You're, you're real tall. Yeah. First of all, this. First of all, the most the wildest part of that story is Ashley. Did, how do you not know that he didn't have the same truck? 
Oh, because I didn't remember that it was that soon that it got switched out. I really thought that he got had to okay. switch yeah. I forgot. I was like, you got to pay attention to what's I going know. on in your home, girl. Exact same truck. It's the same color. It's, it's, it's got same. it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. In my mind, it was like a green F-150 Absolutely. and now he's driving like a black no. Tundra. It's no. a straight up white work truck. It doesn't even look different. Oh, it's a work truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he working real hard. And then he works hard for his money. <laughs> and then to the to the point of us having car sex. Yes, I am six foot five. Oh my! Oh, and Rihanna is four foot eleven. <laughs> okay, well then all of your extra space can she's not. Taking There's up. no extra so space. There's no space. There's no extra space. I know. We, we, drive, Kia we drive Kia Souls. We drive Kia Souls. Fuck yeah! No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> This guy looks like Mr. Incredible getting in and out of his car. <laughs> but no, I got, I splurged for a bigger one. I got the nice one, but, um, and there's a lot more seat in the back, but no, we recently had a conversation. Well, so I'm, I'm pretty much the first person he's been with. He, there was one before me, but it was like, uh, I want to lose my virginity cause I'm 20 and I don't count her. Yeah. Especially, especially cause he doesn't remember her name. He's like, I don't know her. Um, yeah. Okay. So he didn't yeah. get to do a lot of high school dating things. So his last birthday, I took him to. Um, yeah, just for our listeners currently behind us, there's a collection of Magic the Gathering cards, a signed Weird Al set list and an old Spider-Man comic. So, so you um, were like so pussy. popular in high oh, school. Oh, yeah, I was bringing I was drowning <laughs> in puss. Drowning in vajayjay. You're just yeah. like, oh, my God, another girl is how, me to have sex. How did you? Yeah. Did you back them away with your excessively long arms or with your young? A lot of, long day. Lot of kicking. Yeah. A lot of just, and not like hard kicking, just kind of pushing them, putting my foot yeah. on yeah, them right. and pushing just, them away. Just enough for them to get. Mm-hmm. Get, get the hint. Yeah. You also have on a flash shirt, and hey, I don't guarantee, worry about it. I guarantee hey, don't worry about it. I'm gonna ask you a question right now, and you're gonna have an answer at the ready. Are you ready? Sure. What's your Harry Potter house? Oh my god. Um, you're a Hufflepuff. So here's the thing. I am a Hufflepuff. I let you me. Had a fucking. No, 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 no. The answer. No, 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 no. Here's why. Because we went to Universal recently and did that whole thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, the movies are fine. In reality, I don't give two shits about Harry Potter. Harry Potter's well, not for me. We just started watching Harry Potter. I don't have anything against ago. it. I don't have anything against it. I hadn't seen that. But all I'm of not them. a Harry Potter fanboy, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Take it back. Nope. Same. I just same, saw same. them all last year. I hadn't seen I saw the first two when I was a kid no. and I never saw any of the other same ones. On both of you. So we just started watching them and then we went to Universal and I had a good time. I got picked for the little wand thing where I got you to got have a fucking picked and you don't even like Harry Potter. I didn't oh. say I didn't like it. I just, we like it. It's just we're, we're not. We just not like fanboys about it. I was I'm a Twilight like, kid. Whatever. Those are the books oh that I God. read. I was a Twilight bitch. And I'm a Warhammer guy. Like, I go deep down into my nerdist. Broken right now. Sorry. I am a Slytherin, just because you didn't ask. Um, I was going to once you stopped telling me that you got picked for the wand ceremony, and I didn't. And but they I didn't actually, give me the wand. They're like, this is your chosen yeah. wand. It is $54.95 if you'd like it. And I was like, this is stupid. I thought I was going to... I get picked just to pay you. Yeah. I'm not giving you money. No, no. What's so Slytherin and Hufflepuff? That makes sense. That tracks. I can yeah. see that. 
For sure. Sure, yeah. I'll take your word for it. But no, he, right. he didn't get to do high school things. So for his birthday last year, I took him to uh, a drive-in burger, and then we went to a drive-in, and then we went to get ice cream, and then we went to a drive-in movie. So I wanted him to have, like, a full high school date experience. Like Grease. Like, you wanted him to be in the movie Grease. All the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Also, because we live in yeah. Austin, so the... Yeah. The burger place we went to, the drive-in burger place, is the burger place that they filmed Dazed and Confused at. It's at Top Notch oh, Burger. Oh, what? Uh, and they're really good burgers. If anyone's good. in Austin, go to Top Notch Burger. Just Honestly, wow. just for the good burger. Wait, that is a classic movie. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, so I wanted so him jelly. to have that experience. And we didn't have car sex. So I brought that up to him. And that's something that we plan How on doing. How did you not even like... Give him a blowy in the drive-in. Like that's... I was watching Home Alone. We're watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, get out of here with your blowy. I'm watching Home Alone right now. Yeah, Fuck but off. that's something we've talked about. Is like, okay, we will have Kevin, car sex again. I, you are when such you said a disease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we love it. But we will be having car sex again in our adulthood here in very soon because okay. I was like, we, we need to have car sex again, and we need to do it like at the drive-in. That'll be really cute. Huh. That would be cute. I like. Gotta yeah. go see a rom-com. Yeah. yeah, go see like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great drive-in movie. Okay. Yeah. The last tip comes with a game. Are you ready? Mm. Love games. Love it. All right. So basically the best tip for learning how to get outside of your comfort zone when it comes to sexuality and start to embrace the idea of sex, sexuality, sexual health, sexual well-being is to start integrating these words into your everyday vernacular. There's a lot of words that people have a hard time saying out loud. Um, as a educator of sex, I say the word penis and vagina all day. And so those words don't phase me anymore. But the people I say them to giggle still at the words penis and vagina, even though nobody giggles when I say the word elbow um, or big toe. Uh, but because these body parts are so taboo, um, we tend to see a lot of like inner shame and inner like fear and guilt surrounding them. And then there's some words that people just find icky, um, like the word moist. I'm just not a huge fan of that word in general. Um, but there are some sex words that people aren't even uh, okay with saying. Fun fucking story time. Uh, I grew up really religious, very sheltered, just a lot of things that are sheltered and awful. And my 13th birthday, I played truth or dare with all of my girlfriends. And this chick who is so dangerous and horrible got dared. Are you ready? Did you a girl? What yeah. did she get dared to do, everybody? What are your guesses? Make out, Make out with girl. somebody. What else? What else? What else oh are you getting dared to do when you're 13? <laughs> Call a boy. Call a boy. No, I got dared to say the word sex five times and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, but you were afraid a Bloody Mary was going to come out. Right. Or like my vagina was going to fall off it is or I was going to get pregnant. Joke. It I blows like my mind. Joke. It blows my mind that Ashley and I ended up together because I lost my virginity at 13 and she at 13. Couldn't even say the word sex. sex. So that's how it is yeah. over here. That's how it is over here to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. 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 Opposite. I, I was not. No, well, Opposite. I was not as I wasn't afraid of saying sex. <laughs> I just but, no one would have it with me. <laughs> Fair. Fair. It takes a balance. 
it takes it does. The, the balance is good. It is good. And he was just a horny fuck. And I was just this precious little angel. I was a bad kid. And when we met, he was like, you need to be a little badder. And I was like, you need to be a little gooder. And so <laughs> we balance each we other out over time. are now wonderfully naughty. 18 years. Like yin and yang. Like yin yeah. and yang. 18 years. That's, That's amazing. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, incredible. Really, really fucking long time. I know it isn't. It doesn't even feel like 18. That's the nutty part is our our relationship isn't an adult. Our relationship can vote. <gasps> Do you think that means I get an extra vote? That's yeah, cute. I think, I think Ooh, cool. I think that's how that works. I call my local congressman. Uh, so we're going to play a game. And this game is called, uh, I haven't made up a name for it, but it's, it's what you're going to do is we're going to go around and we're each going to say a word that has to do with sex, but not just like silly, like penis, vulva. I'm talking dirty, raunchy, say a good fucking word. There are no repeats. And honestly, you get like a second, like you don't get to sit there and think like you better have one on lock ready to go. Anybody who repeats or anyone who pauses is immediately out. The winner gets a prize. The last person standing gets a prize. So stressed. Okay. You're not stressed. You're good. You've got this. There's no (laughs) lag. We're good. And then when we're done with this, we're going to take a break. Okay. This is leading us into our break right now. So it's going to go me because everyone can see me. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to go to Rihanna because she's right next to me in human, like in my view. And that's who Kevin can see as well. And then it's going to go to Adam and then it's going to go to Mia and then it's going to go to Kevin. Okay. And then okay. it's going to okay. come okay. back to okay. me. Okay. We got this. Okay. So Ashley, Rihanna, Adam, Mia, Kevin. Okay. okay. Prepare. I know you look really stressed, Adam. Like, Let's you. take a deep breath. Everybody just breathe. I'm competitive and I will I- win this or you will all go <laughs> down. <laughs> okay. I will be the champion. You sound like Jack Black. I love it. I did sound like Oh my god, I'm nervous. I'm really scared. What we're trying to do here is break some stereotypes about words that might seem a little more taboo. It can be like a two word phrase, but not a big long word okay, phrase. Yeah, that's what some one, of you are trying to do. Some one, of us are trying two. to win. I know some Mine's some people words. are trying to suss out the fucking rules here. And go for as long <laughs> go for as long as you can. Okay. That's what she said. Oh. Ah. All right, Mia, count us down from five, and then it's going to be me, then Rihanna, then Adam, then you. Count us down from five, Mia. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Finger bang. Mommy milkers. Cunnilingus. Cuckolding. Double penetration. Cream pie. Sissies. Rimming. Member. Double. Oh, shit. Excuse me, ma'am. Oh, just out. Oh, that's Get out of there, Ashley. No, I talked over you. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I can. Premature. That's fine. I can. I prematurely ended that. My bad. Um, I like that game. I think we should play that I can, again. I know. Right? Well, we are. We're, I'm refereeing this shit now. Okay. So, here we go. It's right, get so, really- Rihanna, Adam, Mia, Kevin. Rihanna, Adam, Mia, Kevin. I'm gonna count us down. You ready, Rihanna? Yeah. Five. Fuck. Three. Two. One. Clitoris. Uh, facial. Dude, I... You're I, out! I'm out. <laughs> no! Okay. Right. I was thinking... Never mind, I'm not going to... Don't say it, because then you're going to give somebody know, one. All right. All right, we're back. Rihanna, okay. you're going okay. first again, okay? Rihanna, Adam, Kevin. Rihanna, okay. Adam, Kevin. Here we go. Three. Five, four, three, two, one. Rimming. 
I already said that one. You did. You're I you're did. That was my second one. Okay. Oh, wow. that. okay. Oh that was so confident. You literally came out of the gate rimming. She was like, so confident. And then ready, ready for it. it. She had her Kevin, if I lose this, I'm driving to where y'all live and I will. <laughs> oh, buddy. Fight him with your magic <laughs> cards. Is that what's going hey, hey. Hey, hey, all right. That's a kid's burn. Guys, we're all having fun here. We're all having fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Adam first. Are you ready? I'm first? Yeah. You're okay. first. Yeah, for Five, sure. four, three, two, one. Deep throat. Schmegma. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, just, you just caught him so off. Uh, you caught him so off guard with that one. Or a strategy with that one. <laughs> Husband, I am so proud of you. <laughs> my money was not on that dark horse. My money was on me. So <laughs> I am very proud of you, Husband. How long has she been Thank there? She's been here for a while. Thank you for indulging me. Um, but just, you know, as a rule of thumb, the easiest way to get over being uncomfortable about using certain words and certain ter terminologies is just to use them. Understand the sphere that you're in. Understand the people that you're around. Making sure that you're not, you know, standing next to five-year-olds saying schmegma, um, unless you'd like to explain to their parents why they know that word. I get put on a list. <laughs> that is a fun combo. Um, but, you know, getting used to it. And the only way you do that is by doing it over and over again, finding those like minded people who you can have those conversations with, surrounding yourself with them and then asking those hard questions when you feel like you're in a safe environment. Um, any tips you'd like to add for breaking down the conversation taboo or using those brave, bold sex words, bitches? I would argue you start even smaller when it comes to. Mm, I love that. I I think you should just, if you're with somebody or even with a friend, being able to talk about what you like or what you don't like, especially with a partner, I feel like is so scary. You know, people will have terrible sex for years and years and years because they're just too afraid to tell their partner where their clitoris is. And it's like, that's my labia. Um, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, all flap. All flap. All I feel that. Yeah. I'm a big labia bitch. So I feel that. I um, have big labia too, and I don't mind them being like toyed with. Like that's fine with me. Yeah. Just don't end fact, there. Don't. We're not ending on labia. Yeah. Labia yeah. can be absolutely part of the show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's like beginning and middle, but that's not for the end. As long as we know the star of the show is Clydia, like we'll mm -hmm. be fine. Clydia, mm -hmm. I love that name Clydia. so much. Yeah. I'm I don't mind that. I'm I don't mind oh, that at all. I have a cousin cunt. whose name is very close to that. Oh, yeah. So, she was the inspo. She is a cunt. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I bombs. His family don't like me. Um, No. So I just think if you have a spouse being able to communicate what you do and don't like, like that is so scary for some people. And to me, yeah, that seems so sure. small. Because if you can mm -hmm. tell someone, I, if you tell your partner, I don't like going to that restaurant, you can tell them, well, I don't like when you put your finger there. Or I don't yeah. like this, you know, or I do yeah. love this. I so, like this. right. Yeah. Especially love that. positive reinforcement. So good. And I love your finger there. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. your finger there at that restaurant. We should, we should eat them more often. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are actually going to talk about good sex and how to have it. Make sure you join us.
drill. You're making out. You start feeling your way downtown. One of you wants to make a move to Cunnilingusville, but you don't have protection. Dental dams are hard to use, hard to come by, and condoms taste like, well, condoms. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide have STIs that can be transmitted via oral sex. So let me introduce you to Laurels, a first-of-its-kind product that provides protection, sexy style, and comfort. And it tastes like vanilla. Laurels for Protection are FDA-approved for STI protection during oral-based activities. And Laurels for Pleasure are the perfect cross between sexy lingerie and kinky toys. These thin and incredibly stretchy single-use silky latex undies are worn during fingering, rimming, oral sex, tribbing, and more. Head over to mylaurels.com to get your four-pack today. Be sure to use my code for a discount at checkout. What's your position podcast? All one word. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy with laurels. Welcome back, fellow humans, to What's Your Position. We are joined by Rihanna and Adam, hosts of Bottled Up Bitches, a weekly sex podcast where two extremely horny married people talk to you about all the kinky shit they're doing. Uh, Check them out anywhere you get podcasts. They are amazingly hilarious, wonderfully funny, um, and just really breaking down walls and striking out taboos against uh, people who don't know how to talk about sex. You want to talk about sex? Go talk about sex with Adam and Rihanna. They also have a hotline you can call and they also have a Q&A section that you can go to and ask questions about each episode that they record which I think is really fucking awesome. Um, I'm going to ask you about your Patreon but before I do, Mia said that she lied when she told us about the craziest place that she had sex. Okay, it's not crazy. I just think the situation is a lot... (laughs) Or interesting. And she was going to tell us off air. And I was like, no, to punish you, you okay. could tell the whole oh, okay. world. Punish me. <laughs> I don't know what this is, so I'm excited. No, neither. I'm really, I made her stop talking. So please, please. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was in high school. Um, it was at a party uh, at this guy's house who I later ended up dating. He ended up being my first boyfriend. The The hookup was not with him, though. Oh, great. It was, it was with <laughs> one of his friends. Um, nice. So we were like, shit, where are we going to go? I, like, didn't drive there, so I didn't have, like, a car that we had we could go into and all of the rooms were occupied. So Occupado. we went into a room um, that a girl was passed out in. She had passed out earlier in the evening. And and I like, I put her, I, what? <laughs> I pushed her over. No, no. Side. Okay. So earlier she like had come to the party already, like super <laughs> up. So I like, ushered her into this room and it was his sister's room. 
And um, I was like, okay, go to sleep. Just just sleep. And then later I was like, well, she's knocked the fuck out. She's not going to know anything. So we went in there and just hooked up on the floor, like literally right next so to her. So you just bed. let her sleep. Yeah, That's just kind of, let her sleep. I was, nice it was you. nice of me. That was. Yeah. That was the good. sex is mediocre. Yeah. Oh. Well, it was on the floor. I have- <laughs> it was literally on the floor. It was quite literally. Have one. Floor sex, car sex, which is worse. Car, uh, uh, floor sex. I'm saying floor sex. I, for floor sex is not comfortable. It, it's hard. It's got the more floor. Space. Yeah. I don't care. I, I, I would guess. rather have sex on the floor. I'd in rather car? have car sex. Yeah. If it's nice, comfy. Really? Uh, yeah, you get spread out your legs carpet in front That's of a fair. fireplace. Like- I, I have another car sex one that I just remembered. Yes, here we go. So I was 19. I had been on and off hooking up with this one girl for a really long time. And we would not talk for months. And all of a sudden, booty call. I went over. She came out, jumped to my car, and immediately like started pulling down her pants. And she's like, let's fuck. So I, I had sex with her in the front seat of my car on this kind of like little dead end street. So maybe she had 10 minutes. And she's like, okay, bye. And then like literally got out of my car and took off. And I was like, she banged and bolted in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, she said, okay. super right. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> you know, see ya. <laughs> it, it kind of like struck me as weird. Cause I was like, she was drunk. Uh, and I was like, okay. So I drove back home and I was talking to her a couple weeks later and she was like, yeah, this and that, my boyfriend and this and that. And I was like, no, no, no. wait, what? And she's like, oh, and I was like, how long have you been going out with this guy for? And she's like, six months. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, was the reason that you had to take off so fast because your boyfriend was at your fucking house? And she's like, yeah. Oh, no. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. You hit me up, told me to come over. We had sex. You bounced. Because your boyfriend was in the house waiting for you to come back. And she's like, yeah, I told him I was going over to the neighbors or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you ever talk to her again? Yeah. Ew. All right. (laughs) You know, you know, I sometimes I feel like almost, you know, not sad, but like, you know, I could have had funner times in, in my youth. But then I hear stories like this, and honestly, I'm just like, that sounds exhausting. That sounds like an emotional. I, uh, like, I'm fine with what happened with me. <laughs> with what happened to you? Like, with what it's so didn't? Bad. With what didn't? Yeah. With, I'm fine I, with where I ended up. I think maybe the reason I am partial to car sex is because that is where I had the most sex oh, as a teenager. Definitely. Like when I was in high school, yeah. I only had one boyfriend in high school and we started dating when I was a junior and dated all through my junior year and all through my senior year. And we had sex in his car. Yeah. All the time. We, where else are you going to Where else are we going to fuck? House. Like we can't fuck at either of our houses. My parents would have burned us both at the stake. And his mom thought I was the devil, which was hilarious because he was the one who corrupted me. But... <laughs> we would just bang in the car. So when you said cemetery, I was like, been there. And also church parking lots are amazing at like 10 PM. No one's there. Like I would argue they're sacred elementary (laughs) and elementary schools. We would go park at elementary schools at like 10 PM and have sex in the park. Yeah. You try (laughs) to get on a list. I'm trying to get on a list. You're not allowed to come within 300. There is two elementary schools in Federal Way, Washington, that when I drive by them, my vagina gets wet. And that's probably not a good thing. It's it's like a Pavlov. It's Pavlovian. Pavlovian. Yeah. Nautilus sucks. 
God, man, if, <laughs> if a guy just said what you said. Whew. Oh, he'd be fired from all things in his life. Yeah, for sure. There's no, always it, a back road. There's always a naughty always. back road. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. always. Or construction always. site, construction oh, sites at night. Oh, we no never did there. that. That's yeah, smart. Yeah. That's a little murdery for me. I felt safer. Murdering his pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we weren't going to get like killed in church or elementary school parking lots, but like construction sites, I feel like that's very like Freddy Jason, Friday the 13th. No, adding the element of danger really gets me going. Nice. Okay. A little added element of danger. I like that. That's good. That is so not true. (laughs) (laughs) I talk a really big game. The way that I just go around a corner in our apartment and she goes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't do that like i live here i'm here all the time i'm breathing i just said your name like, yeah how do you not know that i'm here uh what is great sex so how we determine what good sex great sex bad sex it's so personal right like that's and it's dependent on the day it's dependent on your partner it's dependent on your mood on whether or not you had a good night's sleep, whether or not you're drunk, whether or not you are horny and want to have sex. So when someone says, how do you describe great sex? That's such a loaded question, which is why we should talk about it the most, because it changes constantly. There is never a shortage of answers to those questions. What is good sex? What is bad sex? What's the best sex you've ever had? So Rihanna and Adam, can you please tell me what is the best sex you've ever had? Oh, like in life. In um, life. Uh, the worst. If you have the worst already at the ready and the two of you better get fucking ready because I'm coming for you next. Thinking right now. Mm-hmm. So if you have like your best sex story or your worst sex story already queued up, this is this is your time to shine. Yeah, so I think I I don't want to talk in theory. It feels like you want like a specific, but I do have it more in theory because I love theory, actually. I think that's a really beautiful way to explain it. And I was going to explain it the exact same way. So please go for it. So and and you're very aware of this, but my I've had incredible sex with you. My best sex is with you, but like also it's not so. Like best also, sex. We've had, that's another thing about sex. You're allowed to talk about other sex that you've had because we have existed prior to the partners that we're currently with. And yeah. any sort of like weird self hangups about, oh, you you had an orgasm before you met me? Like how <laughs> Who is she? How dare you? Could you? You're having a sex dream? Absolutely. You're not. having a sex dream? Fuck you. I'm not in it. Get fucked. Like we have <laughs> we're sexual beings in the womb. So I love that you preface it by saying, I love having sex with you, but also I have a really great sex story that doesn't involve you. So please continue. And it's something you haven't heard before, but my 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 favorite sex memories were all in high school. And it's specifically, um, gosh, heavy petting. And mm. it isn't ha- like heavy petting. And like, and I, we should heavy pet more, but you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. But heavy so petting, like, like, like at the beginning of Adam and I's relationship was like, those are the memories. Those are the memories I masturbate to. Yeah, like, those are my mm-hmm. go-tos. The things I think about when I. The grinding. New, the new yeah. partners in high school. Yeah. When you're like fully clothes on and it is like an hour hour and a half of just like over the clothes grinding like grinding and then you see them you hang out them more so like you're like 
date number Building 10, he puts his hand underneath my shirt, you know, right. just like the slow lead up of sex is my absolute favorite. Like that that's is my so go to. Um, that's, that's really good. That's always the best sex for me. And then that back then and now, um, I cheat like I smoke a lot of Delta eight cause it's legal here and I'm not, I don't have a plug. So that's how I do drugs. And <laughs> that's how I do drugs. Um, but anytime I can like, I can smoke and just be so like relaxed. Sex is the best sex. And that's how it was in my adolescence as well. You're just so excited and so relaxed and I have zero control. I'm a control yeah. freak. I do think I'm a bit of the matriarch in the family. Like I, have to have things done my way. I'm a very headstrong in charge person. So when I can be completely relaxed and have zero say in the sex and you are completely in control, like that's it for me. Like that's have what I mean. Have you been need. to a BDSM club? No, because I'm afraid. But oh. <laughs> that seems like that would be right the fuck up your alley. Like well, I don't want to be like hurt. No, 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 you can no. All that. Oh, no. BDSM. That's what boundaries are for. That's what boundaries are for. You say this BDSM doesn't always involve tolerance. pain. BDSM okay. can be a praise kink where you literally go and someone just tells you how beautiful you are and how good of a girl you are and how amazing you look and how good you are at sex and how great it just literally constantly just adds praise on top of it or you can do what they call consensual non-consent where you say i just want you to ravage me and i'm just gonna lay here and i'm not gonna say anything but you that's know what we do that's so, that's what, we, so that's what i do you know you have consent yeah. right you have my consent right now but i'm gonna stop talking and then if i want you to stop i'll say you know fucking turtle back or whatever the fuck your <laughs> word is yeah. But that consensual non-consent is super hot for a lot of people, especially people with like type A personalities that are constantly in control. They're like, please just fuck me. Like, can you just make yeah. all the choices and make me come? That'd be great. Yeah. No, that's my go-to. That's my favorite sex. And I feel like that's how it was in my adolescence as well. Mm. So. Interesting. All going you? back to the adolescence. It is. It's just great like man. first time excitement. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, for sure. No, the first time buildup is always really nice. And then when you're in relationships for a long time, it's hard to recreate that unless you um, do something like we went to a bar the other day um, just after work. I was like, let's go out to a bar. I want to hook up. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, we're going to go out to a bar. And then we hooked up in his truck. And I was like, we could literally drive home. We're grown ups and we live a block from here. But it was hot because it was in the, in the parking lot and people were driving by. And yeah. Like, Duck. <laughs> back in high school. It's like yep. back being back in high school. Yeah. yeah it's like this, we can't wait to get home. Like we can't keep our hands off each other. Like we have to do it right now. It's that yeah. crazy anticipation. I love that. Adam, what about you? Um, I think for me, I like, uh, like a nice spontaneous, spon hold on. Spontaneous. You got this. Spontaneous, um, uh, moment of sex where you just kind of just start like ravaging each other. I think also, mm -hmm. um, I think I struggle to get myself to this point, but whenever I am a little like to be, like you know on the opposite side of you whenever i am a little more controlling and i am like i enjoy like not violently but tossing you around and kind of moving oh, yeah. moving You're rihanna and, and position yeah. positioning yeah, her if you didn't use your height during sex i would shame the fuck out of you but you here's the thing see this is picking people up and spinning them on your dick like pinwheel <laughs> But see, Why this is I'm this? just a human fidget spinner. This yes. is the thing. <laughs> what I'm picturing. Sounds hot. 
where I struggle to sometimes to give, like, I really have to be like in the moment and not in my head about it mm, because same. I struggle myself because of how much larger I am than her, that it's sometimes in my head feels like threatening. Yeah. We had to really oh, okay. work our way up for him to like put his hand on my throat and he's like, I was like, yeah, fine. because I'm like three times her size. So yeah. for me, like, I feel like a like a monster, like some crazy like killer. Like, come here, lady. Like, yeah. <laughs> little lady, come here and yeah. smother you with my hand. And you're like, ah, fuck, I really could yeah. smother you with my hand. What yeah. he thinks about him being bigger than me and how that scares him. I look at him being bigger than me and I'm like, choke me out. Yeah, like, you're like, choke me. Choke me out. Put a pillow on my face. Like, let's go. <laughs> You know, a lot of girls have that like domination, mm-hmm. like kink, mm-hmm. like yeah. lead and dominate me. I'll be picked up and thrown around. Me, and, yeah. yeah. In the most consensually kind way. Yeah. You have, yeah. If you do stuff like that, you also have to like for a guy, you have to make them feel safe. Yeah. Right. A little bit on the edge. Right. Just mm-hmm. teetering on the edge of danger. Mia, what is great sex for you? Um... I feel like when you get to a point with someone where you don't even like have to tell them what to do, mm. it's like mm. really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's it just they, like, thing know is your body. Yeah, it just like takes a while to get to that point, mm. which is frustrating. And I think that's partially what keeps me from like going out with a bunch of people or like hooking yeah. up with a bunch of strangers. I'm like, you don't know what I want, and I don't want to take the time to explain it to you. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but, that's a, that's a fair. That's fair. It does. Um, So interestingly enough, I have a statistic for you. I know it's weird because I never have those. Uh, In a study done again in 2022 by him and hims and hers, um, they asked over 5000 individuals about their sex life and what they thought good sex was. 96% of survey respondents says, said the best sex they've ever had is with someone with whom they are emotionally connected. So the best sex you've ever had has been with someone that you're on an emotional level with. Um, I've had a lot of good sex. I love sex. I'm like a, I love orgasming. And so I, and I'm one of those human beings that can have more than one orgasm and i also can have both internal and external orgasms yes you can he's so proud he's so supportive supportive boy uh and um yeah i've got the internal and the external ones so i was gifted with all of these things and then shoved into purity culture (laughs) (laughs) to claw my way out uh come my way out i came out of purity culture was squirting blazing um i think good sex uh the best sex i've ever had is with husband kevin weller and it's just it's really when both your brain and your body because i can have orgasms without necessarily like especially when you masturbate like you're not necessarily mentally there like because you're just doing it to yourself Mm -hmm. kind of like scratching your back like all right I, I, i satisfied that itch that feels nice but when you're masturbating it's like cool i'm gonna rub one out and i know how to do it and two minutes later i'm done and i'm going to bed thank you very much melatonin good night be sure to tip your waitress but when you have sex with somebody that you connect with that emotional layer of it and the feeling of comfortability like and they last longer like when i 
when I come from having sex with Kevin versus orgasming, my orgasms are like two minutes long. And Jesus. Get well, it, girl. right. Like full body, yeah. like head to toe. They're fun to watch. <laughs> fun to have. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, sometimes they're not, they're not always like that. It's like, that's, those are the treats. Those are like the fucking nuggets at the end of the rainbow after like, three months of not having one that are that are that good and so i love being connected and i agree with that statistic that 96 percent of the people that responded said their best sex was with uh, an emotional connection that doesn't mean your fucking husband all right that doesn't mean your fucking spouse that's an emotional connection and you can have that with someone you've been on three or four dates with right like mm -hmm. you can have an emotional connection with somebody after a few dates i'm not saying you need to fucking be married or be in a long-term relationship to have great sex that is not what we're saying at all what's well, good sex for you oh i'm oh, sorry. sorry go Rihanna. go i was yeah. just gonna yeah. say the, the flip side of that as well i would say that some of the best sex that adam and i have had was when we were on the brink of divorce and then we thought we weren't going oh, shit. to yeah like like we we've gotten into into some different situations where we really thought we were no longer going to continue as a relationship and those that was some of the best sex we've had makeup sex <laughs> like, he's like no like, for me but for like, me it was but because you there was a a difference in your body language with me of like just how badly you wanted me like more ooh, more than just physically but emotionally yeah. like and that yeah. was and that stood out to me and that was important to me and that was so pleasurable for me what like fascinating sure. like aspect of it though like that makes a whole lot of sense though to think to yourself if you were on that edge of the end of a relationship and and in your head thinking this might be the last time i sleep with this person i would imagine the want and the desire would be amped the fuck up and one of kevin's biggest turn-ons is being desired like knowing that he's wanted yeah. so i could imagine that that feeling like knowing that Adam wanted you so bad emotionally, mentally, physically, all of you probably had a big fucking impact on your mindset. Yeah, no, it definitely did. And it's funny because I I brought this up before and Adam's like, oh, in those moments, like I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, but this is so good for me. <laughs> but if you could just go ahead and make me come first, that yeah. would be super. <laughs> I, mean, like, so I, don't, I think can you, you think of the viral? memory of it and you don't you don't like thinking don't, about it. But in that moment, come. you like it. Right. It's true. Great sex has an emotional component that a lot of people don't fully recognize. Mm. On a flip side of that, some of the best sex I've ever had has been one night stands. Yeah, wild. Where I've never fucking talked. To, I don't even know the person's name. I couldn't yeah. even tell you what their name was. Like, yeah. it's this raw, like carnal. carnal. Yeah. This like, I want this person. I'm going to get this person. And then I'm never going to talk to this person ever again. And I don't have to care about their birthday or the kind of birthday cake their grandma wants or what we're doing this weekend. I just got fucked. And that's all I wanted. And that's hot, too. Here, here. I love that. Husband, yeah. what is what is good sex for you? That's a good that's a good one. Like what, there, there's some one night stands that I had that were pretty wild. Um, the great sex, but I was just actually thinking without divulging too much about. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't divulged anything on no, this podcast no, at all. At all, no. Uh, um, 
But <laughs> I mean, we, you know, been together 18 years and I think some of the best sex that we've had, um, you know, it's always really good in the beginning, especially when it's hot and heavy and, you know, your cool. first couple of years where you're like having sex in every room and every place you go and four times a day and you know like because when i when i started dating this one i'm like dude i can give this girl three orgasms in like a 30 minute span this is fucking i feel like a king up to the task <clears throat> yeah. right so i was just like <laughs> let's do it everywhere but um you know but uh, you know when you're with somebody for a really long time a lot of that uh, the desire um seems to kind of fade because you end up you know the longer you're with somebody uh, some of the, uh, you just kind of get in routine. The spontaneity goes right. away. There's no way, there's no way to get around that though. Right? Like, no, well, there is because in the last year and a half, we've started to introduce other things. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Right. So what, you know, our, our sex life was never bad, but it definitely, the, the kind of the flame kind of started to, to, you know, the flame turned into, you know, like smolder instead because we weren't, being, we weren't being spontaneous. We weren't using mm -hmm. our imagination. Right. We weren't, we were doing the same things. You're like, oh, this is how you come. This is how you come. Let's do that. Right. But, you know, the last year and a half, we started to uh, kind of go back to the drawing board and communicate and being like, hey, you know, I, I was putting a lot of pressure on Ashley to orgasm because it was so easy for her. And so it was almost like I would always let her do, go first and then I would go. Yeah, that puts a lot of pressure on her because she's like, you know, maybe not feeling good that day. So, um, or on start, fucking Zoloft for two years, right? Oh no! But so we started to uh, kind of reimagine what turned us on, talked about new kinks, and started to like introduce that into the bedroom. And it all of a sudden opened up this whole new. It was almost like we were having sex for the first time again. Mm -hmm. We literally went back to the drawing board, and we were like, oh, oh. Would I like you, that. Like you started this podcast with your best friend and now you're doing it with your husband and now you're talking about sex and now you're promising your list. I mean, you just had an episode the other day where Adam just looked at your fucking vag and yeah. did a play by play of what he saw. Yes. So yeah. are you finding <laughs> that this podcast has now ignited something in your relationship and made you more like better sex partners, better lovers, better communicators, or do you feel you, you already had that and, and this is just amplifying it? I do think it's had a big, um, a big impact on our communication for sure. Um, whether it is about sex or just our relationship in general, I think we, we definitely handle things very differently and we're learning how to best communicate them and in, in our specific languages. Like I'm, we read a whole book uh, back in the was day. It love languages? No, it was about like I don't. don't it was, it, we have it on the bookshelf. Yeah. I don't know. It's about like don't don't get a divorce. Like huh. work on yourselves. Yeah, it was one of those. Right. This is like a marriage book, but um, it was like so there's always a um, a hurricane or a turtle in the relationship. I'm definitely the hurricane. I want to have the I want to have the fight now. I want answers. I want an action plan. We're gonna talk about all these things right now. And Adam needs three to five business days to get back to me. <laughs> um, and because of that, I always take it like he doesn't care because I'm having right. all these emotions. And I want to talk about it. And he's giving me nothing. He's saying nothing. He's saying nothing. And I'm like, say to me. Say, say better. Fucking he say something to, to me. He needs and, time. To 
process. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, he, he needs time to process. I need you to give me answers right. Do you hate me? Are you leaving me? Is that what's happening? That's what's happening. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. So I'm having to learn to be more patient and he's having to learn to give me something, give me a little mm-hmm. bit of something to communicate that he's hearing me or he understands mm-hmm. Um, and he's he needs- processing. He's mm-hmm. coming back to the conversation. He's not forgetting about the conversation. He knows the conversation needs to be had, but he needs his time to mm-hmm. think about what he wants to say. And that's compromise. That's not you saying, oh, I need to give him space. That's you saying, I need to give him space. And that's Adam saying, I need to be a bit more vocal. Like mm-hmm. we can't, it can't just be that one person makes a sacrifice in the communication department. Both people have to be willing to move towards one another rather than saying, you come to me. Yeah. Right. You come my way. You, you fix yourself on my side. No, both people need to take a couple steps towards one another to see how the other person is processing information, whether that be information about sex or about money or about kids or about where you're going to go on your next vacation. Yeah. It's important to know that both people have an opinion and both people are human beings in this relationship. We're not, we're both different people just because we've known each other for as long as we have eight years. You guys have been together for eight years. You just had your eight year anniversary. Congratulations, mm-hmm. by the way. Thank you. Um, and because of that, it's, it's important to remember that relationships change and people change over time. So a couple of points from this survey that was done about good sex, uh, majority of individuals found some commonalities in what they thought good sex was. Good sex is being present in the moment, um, being connected and in sync with your partner, um, in sync. Bye, 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 bye. Um, erotic intimacy. So being intimate, but also in a, in an erotic way, not just like silly little kisses, but like dirty talk actually. Oh yeah. Dirty talk. Oh God. I love dirty talk. We like that. Profound empathy. <laughs> we like we that. We like that. That was one of the things that we voice from the left. One of the things that we reintroduced. It is. We never really did it. And then yep. we started to get really good at it. Yeah. And we're we, were having on that. Silent, we were having silent sex yeah. and I did yeah. not realize how awkward it was yeah. until I one time was like, hello. Well, because <laughs> Ashley used to be Someone extremely there? loud. And then when we were younger, we had to move back in with my parents. Oh, silent yeah. So she would have to be super quiet and then it was muted. And then we didn't know how to get back. I didn't know how to, un- I didn't back. know where the unmute button was. Right. <laughs> But now she has found the unmute button. I have. Talking is definitely like very hot. Underrated. Like, and you don't have to be a fucking wordsmith to do dirty talk. Just like literally say what you're doing. We don't need a sonnet. Absolutely (laughs) not. I'm going to suck your tit. Fucking get on it then. Like, I'm going to lick your clit. Yeah, the fuck you are. Like, can I stick my cock in your pussy? (laughs) Fuck. Yes. Yes. I know. I know. I know. I know. know. Well, Dirty talk is when so he random. asks me, I like when he asks me things. He started randomly asking me things, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, hi, yes. Like what? What's he, what's he sure. asking? You? Like what? Well, it's more because like I'm just really finicky when he goes down on me. Like I just he'll if he does it on his own, I'm like I'm not ready, 
Um, I don't feel good about this today. Let's do this tomorrow. Can I get a shower? Yeah, I'm just like, it's been a long day for me. I've been in leggings. Like, let's not do this today. And (laughs) every female that's listening went, oh, no, absolutely not. No, get the leggings. No, we we are a a huge shower shower before sex couple. Uh, We are. Like, I'm like, babe, three minutes. And she's like, babe, three minutes. And then we take a shower and go at it. Mm-hmm. It's just Love so much power. better when you don't have to think about it. If I'm no, thinking no. about it the whole Agreed. time, I'm guys' here. balls stink yeah. too. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll tell no, me. I have the same thing. I'll do the same thing. Like, uh, uh-uh. right. nope. Stay, yeah. stay down. Stay away. Give me stay three away. minutes and a bar of soap. I'll That's be right good. back. I'm just yeah. gonna yeah. just spray the balls real quick. Yeah. So now uh, he'll like ask me. He's like, "Can I taste you?" And I'm like, "Ah, yeah." That's fucking hot. I'm here for it. Love it when you come back and be like, "Wow." You, you taste, taste good. Oh. Yeah. And if, anybody sa- if anybody ever Get says that, I'm oh all yeah. over the place. Sploosh. I think I think maybe Disney. one of my favorite pieces of dirty talk is when husband Kevin Weller says, use my dick. And I'm like, done. Break it <laughs> done. off. Break, done. Break it Use off. Use my dick. Oh. Use my dick like a toy. I'm like, sure. It's, it's giving like, well, what else would I use? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get. I will trust. Like a toy, and my face like a saddle. And my face like a saddle. Nice. Yeah, ride me into the sunset, baby. I'm fucking done. Um, another thing that's really important in good sex is being authentic. So being honest. If you are not having a good time, fucking say so, please. And if someone is licking your belly button instead of your clitoris, please speak up. <laughs> Uh, Unless you want your belly button lick. I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. We'll have that. If that's the your same. thing, that's your the fucking thing. Don't, don't yuck people's yum. Thank you, Adam, for reminding us of that very important point. Read. Being vulnerable. So making sure that you're not having this like false sense of bravado and uh, making sure that you're willing to tell someone how you like things, what you want, um, not just puffing out your chest and saying, if uh, you should know what I want, like making sure that you actually have some fucking words that you can use that are in the English dictionary. Grunty McGrunterson, um, exploration, making sure that you are open to exploring new frontiers, whether that be, um, using a toy and not feeling threatened to do so, whether that be enjoying mutual masturbation, if somebody might be on their period and doesn't necessarily want penetrative sex, um, maybe exploring, um, oral sex or 69. If you go back to that, I'm really not a big fan of 69. It takes a lot of concentration. It's too much. It's too much. Thing that doesn't work with our body types. We want to do yeah. it. Oh, how our does body. that? Wait a second. It, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. It don't. What happens? So I, I have to like, do crunches. Oh. <laughs> I'm say, like Ashley said earlier, like, okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> because it seems like there'd be a little bit of travel involved yeah you're yeah. way up yeah. top she's way down below yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. that height difference yeah. i don't like 69 does do you like it I, i've tried it like twice it was mediocre both times yeah love it. i can't stand because it why I do you like love it love giving oral sex so i like going down on on women and so if i get to do that while i'm getting blown fuck how do you constantly? Okay, no, that's what I was gonna say. Cause like the the I'm thinking of like one time in particular, I was hooking up with a boyfriend at the time, and I don't get it. He every anytime like he would feel like a like a burst of pleasure or something, he would stop doing what he was doing on me. Right, and I'm like, no, yeah. but like, I you're all you're fucking me up. Focus. <laughs> Focus you here. Focus. You've had you've done sixty nine in the past. I'm assuming, Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. 
How do you feel about it? I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like upside down oral. I, no. It doesn't I'm, feel the same. It's not as pleasurable. It's my nose. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's saliva is running and just seem like it's a little harder for women, especially because they're going to be on top. Yeah. yeah. The sensation's Usually. completely different. You guys have one one stick. Like, yeah. it feels... Does it feel the same on all ends? Well, I think Rihanna's saying, like, no like where my head is... Like, yeah. Not necessarily... It's for her. Like, where, like my face... You know, is upside down on upside her clitoris. Down, right. On the clitoris, yeah. Right, right. It's like it's not like your normal. Your tongue's not normal where it's supposed to be. Whereas, yeah. like our mouths are the same shape whether we're upside down or not. So yeah. it's not like you're experiencing a different oral from us. We're experiencing different oral from you because your mouth is upside down on our yeah. clitoris. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. It's a no for me, dog. And it's a no for me, dog. In in the words of Randy Jackson, you know, is it R.I.P. for Randy Jackson? No, no, it's not. no. don't say no, such things. I, take I mean, it he may dark. not be all right, but he's not dead. He's not I dead. mean, he's not dead, but he's not okay. I don't think he's okay. Yeah. I think he's old. I, mean, I almost said the late great. <laughs> no, I, it's like, is he dead? Um, I am not a fan in any in any like configuration of sixty nine. No matter who the humans are, what genitals they have, sixty nine is a bad idea. It's a bad plan. I didn't come here for that. I'm not coming for that, <laughs> and I needed to get out of here. I need it to fucking Overrated. go. Overrated. Since you keep having fun trivias, do you want to learn a fun trivia uh, that's uh, related to 69? Uh, it's not as cool as you think it is. Uh, um, no, but I, I love learning things. Love it. It's my so, fave. I'm a big yeah. fan of Lady Gaga. And Gaga. she has <laughs> she has a song where she says, please retweet. And someone's like, why do you say please retweet in that song? She says, because the retweet symbol looks like 69. It absolutely oh, I've seen does. that. Yeah. Wow. So that's what she, oh when she God, says, please retweet in her song. She's referring to what 69. Song is that? Hot. That song is G-U-Y. Um, that's the song. It's on the uh, art pop album. Very important album of our oh, time. Yes. Mm. yes. Are you a monster? A hundred percent. I've been to every single tour. We went to Boston to see her. Not the front door. Um, because she wasn't having a Texas date originally. But I've been see. I've been in the pit since I was like fourteen. I've been to every single tour. Um, wow. I'm out there wow. in my bra and panties outside the Toyota Center, yeah. like yeah. waiting. Yeah. No. You're big, fucking hardcore. No, I'm a very big, um, big fan. I think my favorite Gaga, if I if I can say it Fine. that way as well, uh, my favorite Gaga moment would probably be and i might be a little cliche and as a true monster i would just appreciate your opinion on this For the, VMAs. Um, the oscars okay when she sang with bradley cooper sure it was moving it moved me to tears it was one of the best oscar musical moments i've ever seen besides adele but really though that chemistry can we talk about it like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here to ship it. And the thing is, he was in a relationship through all that, and now he's not in a relationship anymore. And then she she wasn't in a relationship for a while. Her engagement mm -hmm. ended, and I was here mm -hmm. for it. I was ready for Were you not ready for that, like, that chemistry to happen and, like, for them to fuck? Like, I was so ready for them to fuck. Just, like, it was really stage. good. Yeah, but for she's them just, to, like, strip yeah. and fuck on the piano. It's a vibe. The full, mm. full Tiffany necklace and everything. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And oh, yeah. then he just like, put his head on her shoulder and, oh, and I was like, yes, queen. Fuck, yeah. Her on the piano is everything. And that was, <sighs> I haven't seen her live twice. And this is last she time. Is she that good live? Is she that good? Oh, she's incredible live. Mm -hmm. she's, incredible. she's a fun show. 
she's incredible live. And then she does a lot of amazing songs on the piano as well. She did a, a few songs this last tour. There's a few songs on the album that were my favorite, but she did them just on the piano. And now I'm obsessed. With, now those songs are like yeah. 10 times better hearing them on the piano and just her doing God, them yeah. alone. So good. So good. So fucking good. It's a um, religious experience. It's moving. <laughs> so how do couples keep their relationship hot, right? How do we keep good sex throughout long-term relationships? There's a lot of people who listen to this podcast. Some people are single. Continue to listen, please, because at some point you may be in a long-term relationship and you may want this fucking info. And if you are in a long-term relationship, please understand that these are two very specific uh, representations of what long-term relationships look like. And we don't know everything. But how do you keep things spicy in a long-term relationship? So actually, in the survey that was conducted, porn was the most popular bedroom booster. 57% of the people who responded to the survey um, said that they draw their sexual inspiration from porn. Okay. I'm not 100% thrilled with that fucking that's not your thing i mean it's it shouldn't be anyone's thing like this is what well, I mean. well i think well we Listen, don't yeah it's, it's a hot take have okay porn into the bedroom and we did it for a while and then finally one day she's like i don't i can't do it i don't know no nope, i feel like, like it's the most accessible thing to introduce them yeah. Correct. i do think yeah. like if you take i think if you Take it with the understanding how unrealistic it is. That's the problem, though. But but with it's that, right. if but, you have but an understanding that porn is for of, entertainment, but you can still kind of, I think, I think it can still introduce a lot of things that are realistic, even yeah. if you just take what they're doing in porn and and take it down a few notches, you know? Yeah. There's things dirty talk wise things, that I learned to talk to about. Didn't even I was know like, about. Yeah. 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 I just feel like porn is the go to. That's how people learn about sex usually. Um, especially in this fucking climate. Oh, yeah. Um and it is so uh, it's like saying that you're learning how to get married from Cinderella. Like Sure. Uh, this it is, should be the icing on the cake, not the cake itself. It should not. Yeah, it should be the sprinkles on the icing on the cake. Like, yes. yeah, I love porn for a lot of different reasons. I love that we can see ourselves in porn where we can't see ourselves sexually in general media. I love that a lot of individuals watch porn because that's the only place that they're going to see people that look like them and that represent them in the sexual sphere. I love that porn is accessible in a way that makes it so I can live out fantasies that maybe are impossible. I always go back to like a mermaid fantasy. I can't, I'm not a fucking mermaid. I'm not going to fucking, I, nobody can fuck a fish. Like you can't fucking do that. So, but if you wanted to fuck a mermaid, you can in porn. And so these fantasies and these unattainable ideas and these um, outrageously like amazing far out fucking cartoons and things that would never happen. Yes. I think porn is great for that, but I think what we're missing is porn literacy and understanding that no girls don't just squirt like a fire hydrant and yeah. no girls don't come from two pumps chump. And yeah. no, this is not normal. Like orgasms don't always happen. And neither do hard-ons and like neither is, like you need lube and like you need time and you need you know there's acts to this it's not just let me fucking rub your clit for five seconds and now i'm gonna shove it in like there's 
acts to sex. And I wish that the instant gratification piece of porn where people just want to get to the money shot and they just want to see the guy blow the load all over the chick's face. Like, can like, that's the problem I have is like this derogatory, like defamation of like people just take it to this extreme. And it's now when you have sex with a woman, when you have sex with a man, when you have sex with a person, are you going to be able to engage in sex in an appropriate consensual way? Because you've been watching porn, which has like constant fucking violence and degradation towards women. It's fucking intense. How much every time I open porn, I'm like, why is this? Why is like every other topic? some sort of violence like i f- fucked my sister till she cried why yeah. why are we doing <laughs> why are we doing this no people's but first time is is like bdsm is a part of people's first times or right. like choking or something and that's that shouldn't be your first experience no i feel like you're working up to that yeah. like we got to work up to this what do you do think do you think do you think there's a level of <clears throat> um how do i phrase this being able to, you know, say you do have someone that has these kind of violent fantasies towards women, right? Mm-hmm. That's just how they're wired. And they have this, they know that, like, they that's not something you're going to be naturally doing. Do you think that porn can be a healthy outlet for those fantasies? Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Absolutely. I would also argue that it is a huge dependent on where you're sourcing your porn. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of, there's lots of really Vanessa is an ethical porn site, right? Yes. That's the only Lessa. porn site I use. Me yep. too. There's lots of amazing porn that's ethically made um that that's out there and that's mm-hmm. incredible. And, you know, Do so you have I, any that you recommend? I'm a big Erica Lust fan. I enjoy Erica Lust. We've been very lucky Hard to book. do some um to before I was able to work with her foundation, I was a big fan of her. So we were lucky that we got to do some uh, work with her through her liter. It was a porn literacy foundation that she started called the Porn Conversation. And so we did an, uh, an event with them during South by Southwest this past year. Fun. Um, yeah, it was a good time. It's a good episode. It's a, that's like our most educational episode. Like I'm Fuck yeah, go so listen proud. To the Erica Lust episode. I'm fucking turning that on next. Good God, it's, it's my favorite. It's their most out of the box formatting. Like I felt very I have a, I have a journalistic background, so it was mm-hmm. our most um, education style episode. I love it. Um, but before then, I was a big big fan of her work as well. So that's uh-huh. my go to is Erica Lust. I love that. And I think ethical porn is a great place for people to start if they want to watch porn. I think porn in relationships is brilliant. I think it helps introduce ideas, but I think that people need to be educated on what porn is and what porn isn't Mm -hmm. Um, and have some pretty clear boundaries and communication surrounding what kind of porn they're watching. And understand that teenagers watch porn. The average age, do you guys know? Because I do. The average age that someone sees porn for the first time. Anybody want to guess? Anybody? 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 You're not allowed to fucking guess because I told you the answer. 11. Oh, wow. That's redonkulous. It is. It's quite redonkulous, actually. Yeah. Literally. Everyone has access, especially, got access. especially yep. like in this day and age. Everybody's got yeah. access to it. I mean, I look at my cousin who's nine and he doesn't like or no, when he was even younger than that, when he was like four and five, before he could even spell like write things physically, he would just go to YouTube and do the voice thing. Yeah. And just say like, I want to watch a video about Legos and they would pop up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fucking easy. Um, another way to keep long term 
uh, fire going um, is use lube, use vibrators, use toys. Introduce these things into your sex life. Lube, my God, please buy the lube, all of it, all of the lube from all of the stores, buy it and spread it everywhere and enjoy the slippery sensations that come from lube because lube is our friend and it makes things sexier and it makes things easier. And it's so nice to have not tearing of the vaginal canal. It's so beautiful to not have. We love not tearing the vaginal canal. I have a story about that. Do you? Tearing of the vaginal canal? No, not that. I know. I was like, Jesus, are you all right? You're going to come out with a story that's going to be interesting. Uh, No, I used lube for the first time, like recently. And I told you about it and you were blown away. Yeah. Bless your soul. um, I know. Yeah, right? I know. She's just being raw dog in life. Yeah. No, I mean, I was your life. Yeah, it changed my life. I'm never not going to use lube again. Um, But no, before official sponsor, all the lube. Before yeah, you're trying to slip and slide like a seal, <laughs> spit on it. It's fine. No, no. If if you have to use spit, I get it. Like, but it, first, don't. don't don't do that. Just keep lube in your car. There's things that have been invented for this. This is lube, and we yeah. love it. Uh, incorporate toys. Uh, incorporating something new. So maybe talking about desires and sexual fantasies. We love Justin Lay Miller. We love a Justin Lay Miller book. He did a, a survey of 10,000 people and discussed the fantasies. Do y'all know what the number one fantasy in the United States is? Anybody want to guess? Anybody want to guess? Butt stuff. No. I know. <laughs> it's in a hit. <laughs> no like, hint for you. Like anime, like hentai. No. Nope. Oh, nope. Number one fantasy among all respondents. Uh, well, is, to go back to porn, I feel like it's got to be step siblings. It's not. No. Number I, one I, fantasy I, is threesomes. Yeah, threesomes. Yep. Multiple partners. Oh, that makes sense. Right. So I have a question for you. One is great. Why not two? I one hear. Three. I hear okay. y'all are going to hire a professional. Well, you think we made a of money? Threesome. You think we Rockefeller out here? Well, yeah, that's, mean, that is a that's the my, goal. That is a future question. plan. But Wait, my what? question to you I'm is: confused. they want to have a threesome. Mm-hmm. So you're that's on their bucket hire list. A professional? What do you mean? They're going to hire a prostitute. Yeah. And then oh. we're going to, it would be like, we would travel to Nevada, like a full service sex worker. Oh, can I ask why a prostitute like, instead of a dating? Why not just a dating? Yeah, no, I'll tell you why we want to use a full service sex worker for sure. So, um, we want to have a good threesome, um, you know, okay. finding someone off the streets or on an app or such. I don't know them. We, we are novice. We have, neither of us have had threesomes. Oh, so wow. I want someone who is going to be, who's going to understand our boundaries, understand that this is about us and not them. And I don't want to say serve, but give us what we need and fulfill sure. our boundaries, lead us through that because we have never done that before. I want a professional. I am a businesswoman. I want a working and, professional and who knows how to do this. I think we <laughs> both like the kind of more professional aspect. You know, even whenever I've gone to strip clubs, I like it to be a business transaction. I don't want the, gr- this is a me thing. I know everyone has their own thing, but for me, I don't want like the girlfriend. I don't want you to flirt with me. Mm-hmm. I want to give you, I want to give you the money and like, we do the dance. I like, want you I to like, put your pussy in my face. This yeah, is, I like just true. like the business kind of transactionary. Right. And then, you know, as much as sex is better emotionally, like for me, I like having that emotional connection with my wife. But like with other people, like I just want it to be a, a transactionary thing. 
Adam, I feel that so fucking hard. Like you have no idea the amount of solid I am standing with you. Mm -hmm. Like when we talk about threesomes in my mind, to me, it's like I've had to like really come to terms with like who is is involved in the threesome and I get very annoyed with anyone who's like oh I want to be friends I'm like I don't fucking need you as a yeah. friend yeah. like I don't want to see you on the streets I don't nope. want to accidentally run into you nope. and then you get to explain it I don't want no 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 we're not nope. doing all that I would rather go to Nevada and I have a meeting say- I will say it's nice to do both. I've we've done both the yeah. the emotionless, the transactional, the the impromptu, not transactional in that way, but like transactional, sure. like you fuck me, I fuck you, like yeah. give yeah. forgive, forgive, and also the kind of like we know you, we're gonna talk to you again. Those both of those things, and it's harder for me with the second one, Adam. I completely understand mm-hmm. the whole business transaction portion of it. That actually makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah. But if you like it and you want to do it again, you could always come back and like talk about going on the dating websites and or going to like a swingers club because Texas has a lot. We do. We do a swingers club. I think a big aspect of it as well is like, I don't want you coming to my place. I don't want to go to your place. Are you tested? Mm-hmm. I don't know you. There's a lot like, of like, I like having a, a, a organization that is regulating things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I definitely hear what you're saying. And who knows, like if we have enough threesomes, maybe we'll get really good at them. And like doing one with someone off the streets is not a big deal, but like it oh, is. Sweet. It's like you're walking outside just going, hello, who would like to join us in the bedroom? I, I, I don't want to deal with it. You can find people on a dating site or a swingers club that are experienced. It can be like a earth shaking experience. Yeah. People that know what they're doing, understand their boundaries, understand your boundaries. And it's already like that part is already understood. Right. It's already kind of written into it. the contract. And then when you get down to it, you're like, oh, shit, these people are fucking fire in bed. So, um, for people, any, any people, person that's listening, um, you could go either way. You can do like what they're doing and exact, like they're saying, let's going to cut to the chase. Let's get somebody who is already knows what we're going to tell them, right. You're going to say, this is what we want and that's what they're going to do. And, uh, and I think that's kind of cool because you can there's also, no strings attached because, yeah, None. you can go probably. I'm assuming you guys are going to go to like a, uh, a bunny ranch, like a bunny ranch or something like that. Mustang ranch. Mustang ranch. There nice. Nice. Yeah. I had to explain what the bunny ranch was to Mia today. Yeah. Apparently like, the bunny ranch has some issues. Bunny the bunny ranch, ranch yeah. has a couple. I'm we actually got shot. Yeah. We actually got chased by the owner of the bunny ranch one. Uh, yeah. No, no. Right before he died. Yeah. Right before he died. Oh, wow. We went we went to Pahrump to get fireworks and we stayed at this Airbnb where we almost died. It was very murdery. Oh, it was a whole nother story. The tap, the curtains were made of towels. The bed was <laughs> the, the toilet, Nevada, the the toilet had a sign above yeah, it. Nevada that said, special. Please Good don't God. flush your lady plugs. Oh, <gasps> lady plugs. You know my lady plugs. Yeah, yeah. not it my lady plugs. And it was backed up against a brothel called the Cherry Patch. And we took a photo Ooh. in front of it because that's hilarious. And all of a sudden, this car like peels out of the driveway. It's so, like we get in our car and it follows us down this like five mile dirt road and like is gaining on us and like as soon as we turned onto the main road it stopped 
turned around and went back the other direction. Yeah. So they were fucking pissed. And we found out it was owned by the same guy and it was the same truck. And it was the, it, before he died. It was creepy as fuck. We thought we were going to die. He was well, mad because yeah, you took a picture? I think, think so, so, yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. Because we took a picture of the sign. I wonder if they maybe thought we were somebody else, like press or something. I don't know. Maybe. But huh. uh, but what I'm saying is, yeah, that's a, that's one, that's a, an avenue you can go to get something like what you guys are looking for. But there are some people out there, a lot actually, that are, um, I don't want to say they're professional, but they know what they're doing. Yeah. Their lifestyle. Yeah. It's their lifestyle. Um, lastly, uh, two thirds of the respondents in this study said that they gen two thirds, two fucking thirds, 75% of people say they stick to the same two to four positions in I bed. Like yeah. Long yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Right. And 27% have over seven positions they rotate through. I can't even get name some seven new positions. positions. Yeah. Get, get, yes, you can. Go name seven positions. So hard. Do I it. Can do it. Do it. Go. Okay. Doggy style, pile like, driver. Realistic ones. Don't be like the Eiffel Tower. Uh, no. Missionary. Missionary. Shh, don't help him. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say spit roast, but you need a friend. A friend you need a friend. You can't do spit roast. Oh, you got one more. Come on, meow. Uh, Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Okay. <laughs> you can. You can do the spit roast is when you've got uh, somebody. Like corn on the cob. There's a woman. There. It's, it's kind of like corn on the cob. Yeah. It's cob, a yeah. tower, basically. Without, without, without the high five in the middle. Corn on the cob, I guess that would be another way. I, I can, I've never heard that, but I'm like, that makes I, sense. I know what that makes. No, that does make sense. It's uh, It's corn. It's co yeah. it's comb. It's comb. Everybody loves comb. <laughs> uh, just make sure that you're changing it up. So have standing up sex if you're able physically. Um, have sex bent over the bed. Have sex on the floor. Yeah. Have sex yep. in a new place. Even if you have missionary sex, but it's in a different area of your house. Pick just that up. change of scenery. Pick her up if you can. Please. Uh, please. God, pick me up. Pick oh, him up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, hey. if you're willing and able, if you, are you can do it. Able, let's yeah. go. Wheelbarrow? Uh, wheelbarrow? Oh, the wheelbarrow's great. Put a pillow under your ass. That is such an That's underrated move. Yeah. yeah. Any, That's good putting a pillow under your okay. ass during any sex act elevates that. <laughs> I literally, literally elevates. Yeah. It's the, a variation of that, but the girl's on her back. But at the end of the bed, guy standing up, legs up on the shoulders. Mm -hmm. oh, he yeah. does love. He does yeah. love my legs up by his ears. We do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So much pace and so much uh, love angle that. control. Oh yeah. And then if you find the right angle, I mean, oh, you yeah. get that yeah. Mm -hmm. Sleepy sex. That's a great one. A I one. love sleepy like, sex. That's I why I do drugs. That's why I do drugs. Yeah. That's why I do. Well, that's why I want to relax. Yeah. I want to have. Yeah. I want to consent, non-consent. Yeah, and and just you know, yeah, toss me around. Yeah, or and like, like I'll rub one out from the front while you fuck me from behind. That's hot as yeah. fuck. Try try to have sex without penetration. Try to just rub the outside. That's hot as fuck. That build, my yeah. god, that's good stuff right yeah. there. Try to just do hand stuff. I mean, the other, there was like two, three months ago. He was like, I'm gonna just do hand stuff. I was like, really? All right. And wow, did I have a fucking ninth grade orgasm. I was like, so good. holy shit. This is Three minutes. Amazing. Boom. She was like, ready. What? Fucking One time a guy was like, uh, you're not allowed to make any sounds. <gasps> and was, a hand okay. over the mouth. A yeah. hand over the mouth. Yeah, that's, that's hot. That's hot. And it was in a car. Um, 
my god that's hot that is really hot because the girls are like oh my god he's telling me what to do yeah that's somebody told me not to come i don't think i would listen to something like you can't come and be like the way i would audibly just be like (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up give me your dick yeah (laughs) you're an idiot Any tips from people who have been married and together for eight years? How do you keep your uh, sex life spicy? What What do you think? What's the best way? Uh, have a podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm going fucking, to fucking concur with you on that one because this is it, it does. makes you talk. It is it specifically has made us talk. And I remember someone asked us, like when we had our, our re our rebranding, like, was it a decision? Was it a conversation of Adam becoming your co-host? And I was like, no, we didn't talk no. about it. It was kind of assumed. And because of that, it has made us have a lot of conversations about what we like, what we don't like, things that I don't think we were avoiding. We just never had a reason no, to talk no. about certain right. things. And they just never came up. Adam, you, yeah, you don't they think never they're that up. important. They never so come up. And then so, when they do come up, you're like, oh, shit. I yeah. actually don't that, have the answer to that. I can't wait to do that for you, yeah. with you, or to thank you. you for telling me that I have not been doing what you wanted me to do for so long. Yeah. 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 So yeah, just right. communication, because if you're able to communicate, whether it's trying small things, because, you know, introducing things in the bedroom like you brought up, it's 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 as simple as whether it's communicating or trying toys or adding lube. It doesn't have to be like, we're going to branch out. Let's go have a threesome. Like, it doesn't right. always have I'm to be this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing anal. Yeah. Sounds like right a gang, now. Sounds like a gangbang to me. Sounds like um, a gangbang. So. <laughs> it sounds it like can a good be time. Small. Yeah. It can be small steps. Like you said whether it's doing the same position, just in different rooms, trying new yeah. positions. There's apps where you can just like ask each other sexy questions, things that yep. you you don't know what you don't know. You don't know how to have those conversations or how to lead them. There's all these apps where you can download them and it'll ask you spicy questions to each other. That. And that's how you learn. I'm learning new fantasies. I'm learning new yep. things that he has not brought up to me. So yep. um, communication, honestly, is is the spice, yeah. the spice of life. It's the the salt of life. So I'm going to give you the stat of the day. I know you've been waiting with bated breath uh, for this stat of the day. Mia, can you please remind the listeners of the numbers and the guesses? So the question is, if 63% of women are interested in new emerging sex trends, what percentage of women say if there was no social norms, their sex lives would be vastly different? Okay. So Rihanna said 72%, Adam said 85%, I said 90%, and Kevin said 92%. Well, based on Price's Right rules, Rihanna is the closest. <laughs> However, all of you are way the fuck off. It's 34%. Shut up. Wow. 34% of women. I mean, only 64 said they were interested in new sex trends. Um, really? 34% of women said that if social norms were not a thing, their sex lives would be vastly different, which to me means one of two things. Either women are already engaging yeah. in things right. that are making their sex lives different they're just not, not talking, talking about it, about it. Yeah. or 
they're not being honest, which is typical of women when they are asked questions about their sex lives. Because when we look at questions about masturbation, we see that 96% of men masturbate on a regular basis, like at least once a week. And about 70% of women say that they masturbate about once a week. I personally think it's more than that. There are some statistics that say 98% of men said that they have ever masturbated, whereas only 80% of women say that they have ever masturbated. I think that that is absolutely under reported. I think like 100% of both people have probably masturbated or tried to at least at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, Sexuality is just inherent and natural. So even if you have a sex dream, you guys Mm -hmm. have sex dreams? You guys orgasm in your dreams? Um, I don't think I've I've had a wet, like a full wet dream. I have sex dreams all the time. I have them very seldom. Yeah. The more. Yeah, I haven't. I, I I've had them, but I, not in a long time. I mean, I've had sex dreams, but like as far as like a nocturnally mission, um, not in not a while. For, not for quite a while. Yeah, man, I, happened to me. I come in That'd my dreams. Great man name. That's nocturnally <laughs> mission. What's the first single? Come. I came last night. I came. I, <laughs> wet dream. Come in my dream. Come in my pants. Come in my pants. Nocturnal emission. The band name. What you? Yeah. Do you have sex dreams? Oh yeah. No, I mean. Uh, yeah, probably not like super often that I can. Do you think come? Of. In. But do you come in your dream? I mean, it's not like I'm waking up and I'm wet, but like, Have yeah, in this? in the dreams, I I'm like definitely coming in the dreams. Yeah, see, like that. my dreams, I'm like at I'm right there and yeah. I'm about to, but since I don't in real life, it stops there, and I'm like. <gasps> why oh oh, yeah that's the thing i've noticed is like if i in my dream if i orgasm like that is when it's like it's almost dependent if my dream stops early enough kind of like if you're falling like you fall you wake up because you're You're waking up because you're coming and you can't you physically can't do that i come in my dreams i wake up and i'm like i'm like pumping my hand like in like in my sleep and i wake up and i'm like what am i oh i know what i'm doing (laughs) all right we're gonna finish this <laughs> wake up. I woke him up the other day. I tapped him on the shoulder and I'm like, wake up, I need to fuck. Wake up. And he <laughs> right now, literally rolled over and I was like, Yay! <laughs> Fun fact, I actually uh try to sleep fuck Ash. Oh my god. He actually has dreams where he'll wake up, he won't remember them the next day, but Uh-oh. he'll wake up and wake me up in the middle of the night and say, I want to fuck you so bad, or you're so fucking hot, or give me that fucking ass, or some variation of some dirty talk. <laughs> and like, he'll start to like touch me, and I'll be like, I'm asleep. <laughs> but I'm game. <laughs> no, usually I'm like, fuck off. I'm literally asleep or I'll wake up. Literally, I'll wake up and I'll hear him be like, let's fuck. I want to fuck you. Oh, my God, you're so hot. And I'll like come to and be like, oh, what sex? Oh, I could have sex. And then I'll roll over and he's snoring. And I'm like, <laughs> you just <laughs> to tell me you wanted to. Fuck and I don't ever. And now you're sleeping like nine out of ten times. I don't remember. She'll tell me she's like, you tried to fuck me. Tried to fuck me in your sleep like, last night. Now I'm awake. Bitch. I got to finish. Well, now I'm, see, awake. I'm big spoon. So if this was happening, it's it's like that. Where is it? How, in Austin are you? Powers? How are you the big spoon? You're 411. Well, you see, it's I, like I call it. Held. Yeah, I like to be held. Um, it's like it's kind of like jetpacking is what I call it. Uh, that's good. That's really good. But have you ever? It would be me. Like you ever seen Mini Me? What was it? Mini Me was like humping the ball. Yeah, that would yeah. be me. Like just humping his back. Yeah, that's fair. Down, Mini Me. Down, Mini Me. Yeah. 
Oh my God. This conversation was fucking epic. I'm just absolutely grateful for the two of you. And I'm glad to have you back on anytime you want to talk about, you know, sex (laughs) dreams and porn and jizzing and anything's car sex, floor sex. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Do you want to plug some stuff? You want to shout some stuff out real quick? My lady plugs. Um, Yeah. (laughs) My lovely lady plugs. I love it. (laughs) Well, you kind of, you kind of mentioned all the things you can find us. um, Mention us again everywhere at bottled up bitches um i do have uh, a sex blog um on our website it's a crooked bunny media.com you can click the bottled up bitches icon to find uh it's called the red room with rihanna and yeah anything you would like to add am i missing something i'm sure i am no what's your what's your hotline Oh, I don't have my Jesus phone on Christ. me. Ah, oh, damn it. We don't have a cute vanity number like you do. Y'all have a uh-huh. cute... We thought about it, but I was like, it's too much. I cannot figure it out. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much for me. It's voice. It starts with the letter V. So uh, tell us about your Patreon. Uh, what's no. on there? Oh, we have boner sodes. So you can get extra episodes, our boner sodes. Every other week we post that. one. Um, extra content. Live live uh live video chatting with us um yeah lots of uh stuff is it naked stuff no it's not an only fans it's still would you ever do that yeah what do you think you know i've had this conversation with adam a few times i desperately want him to have an only fans because i think there's a you know the the market's oversaturated with ladies i think that there is yeah there's an opportunity i think people pay big money to look at this lumberjack like i think they're here for it and, and you dress up like a lumberjack too he has i mean he has fulfilled that for me he has fulfilled that for me he had bought a flannel shirt just for that there you go i would i would make him do a jesus fantasy for sure yeah no he Mm -hmm. it's in our descriptions on the episodes pull it up on the spotify on my phone give me my phone (laughs) you're taking the long way around but um yeah, no, that our Patreon's really fun that way. We have a live we have like a Discord so you can chat with us. We do oh, we do video calls. Um yeah. It's a good time. I love our That's Patreon. Ten ten recommend. You do get some exclusive merch as well, being Ooh. part of the Patreon. Um, but you can definitely call our hotline. So we toured with our hotline for um the Tucson Erotica art show. That was super fun and people left confessions. Cool. Yeah, it's an anonymous hotline booth. Um, so if you want to leave a sex confession or uh, tell a fun story, um, you can definitely give us a call at 512-910-5796. Nice. That's also in the description of all of our episodes, too. Fantastic. I'll put it in the show notes as well. So everybody has a link to that. Um, we really fucking appreciate the two of you and just your time and your vulnerability and your honesty and the similarities between our podcasts are absolutely not fucking lost on us. So um, we're very grateful that you exist in this space with us and that we have friends that are like minded in this world, spreading the good word about sex, sexuality and all things awesome. Um, so thank you so much. Everyone can and check us out wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, uh, download, share with a friend, share an episode that you liked um, with somebody that you know. You can call us at 513-6969-SEX. Leave us a message. We will play it live on the air. You can also reach us at What's Your Position Podcast at gmail.com, as well as Twitter, What's Your Position Podcast, and Instagram at What's Your Position Podcast. And TikTok. Oh, and TikTok. I didn't mean Twitter. I don't know why I fucking said Twitter. I'm not... <laughs> 
I meant TikTok. I don't even have a fucking Twitter. TikTok. What's your position podcast? Thank you so much. Appreciate you. You're so well. Uh, make sure that you uh, like, share, download all the good things. Um, everyone in the world, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we thank appreciate you. you. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay horny, bitches. Hey. Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Darling, darling, you know that we are sold out. This is fading, but the band plays on now. We're crying, crying, so let the velvet roll down. Villains want to blame while wilted roses build the stage and the thrill, the thrill is gone. Our debut was a masterpiece, our lines we read so perfectly, but the show, it can't go on. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call, so hold for the applause, oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah.